How about getting big data analytics from the app stores? I want to ask you this. Are you using real mobile data for your app store optimization and your mobile marketing? Well, Gummy Cube can get you the right data, which will help increase your downloads. To go and find out more, go to www.gummycube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, gummycube.com. And thank you to Gummy Cube for sponsoring this episode. Apptentive are the experts in mobile customer experience and in-app communication. So to check out whether your app is loved and get more love for it, go to apptentive.com forward slash app guy. That's apptentive.com forward slash app guy. And thank you to Apptentive for supporting this show. Hey guys, I'm Guy Vincent, founder CEO of Publishizer, and you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. This is the show where I go around the world and interview the most inspiring app entrepreneurs, people in startups, people that are making us happier in our journeys. And so uh, do stay tuned. This is going to be a great episode. I've got a a wonderful uh, CEO, co-founder, of uh, something called 10% Happier. And they've recently gone through a change and a, a bit of a pivot. So we're going to learn about that journey and uh, we're going to learn about meditation. So Ben, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you. Glad to have a, a chance to chat. Let's talk about meditation. Let's talk about 10% Happier. What are you uh, guys getting up to and how are you? Uh, I mean, I love the name, first of all. Uh, t- t- tell us about 10% Happier. Sure. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get a chance for some of the backstory in a bit. But to start with, um, you know, we're helping people learn how to meditate. And it's uh, something that it's a practice that for the last three or four years has made a huge difference in my life. But what's interesting about the way that we're doing it is that we're really gearing up to go after the folks who are skeptics, who don't necessarily believe that meditation is going to help them, who have uh, been overpromised things in the past who you know are not going sit to sit in lotus position and say namaste. So we're going after really a much more modern, secular group of folks for whom meditation actually can be hugely beneficial if it's introduced in the right way. And that's actually part of the, the choice and the naming. 10% Happier is the uh, name of a book. Uh, the author is one of the uh, folks who's partnered with us on this business. Um, and the goal is to not overpromise meditation as a panacea, but rather sort of put it forth as a way to sort of tangibly improve your life. Now, we're all about the journey, Ben, and you've been on a journey with this app. Tell us, take us back to that backstory. I mean, how did you get involved in meditation for a start? And and then you recently did go through a change. Uh, talk, talk us uh, through that backstory. Yeah. Sure. So, you know, my first company was actually helping people sleep, and we built uh, a physical device, a headband that connected to a mobile app that measured your sleep quality and helped improve. Uh, And that was really my first experience, both in the self-improvement realm generally and in mobile apps. Um, What that led to was just a long personal discovery process where I went through everything from my diet to my fitness routines to my productivity, reading books, going to seminars, doing workshops, and making change in my life. And um, first, that was a hugely gratifying process. Um, And what that led to is, hey, how can we make that process easier for people? Um, And we launched a company uh, about a year ago called Change Collective, which was more broadly around self-improvement. And that's led us into meditation in sort of a roundabout way. Well, first of all, I mean, I'm loving this subject, sleep. I mean, I'm not definitely not getting enough of it. And uh, I mean, talk about, 
introducing a business that pretty much appeals to everybody because everybody on the planet sleeps. So it, it must be quite a big market for you. Yeah, I mean, really, all of these self-improvement markets are large. Um, the challenge ultimately is, you know, who doesn't want, you know, more happiness, better sleep quality, um, you know, lose 10 pounds. Of course, everyone wants these things. The challenge ultimately is uh, how many people will actually put in some effort and, and are there ways to actually help people build habits, um, you know, gain motivation, connect with other like-minded folks so that they actually succeed. Um, otherwise, you know, the, the promise of, uh, you know, you want to improve yourself um, doesn't actually make real change and it's hard to build a business. Yeah, so one of the things I'm really excited about from, uh, I guess, listening to you is the uh, the fact that you've partnered with an author. Uh, a lot of the successful app launches that I've been involved with have resulted in working with celebrities or working with someone who's already got a good audience of ready-made customers in, in a way, but you're introducing the app to that audience. Talk, talk us through that partnership then and how you plan to tap into the author's audience. Yeah. So actually this is the, uh, I can continue with the backstory on Change Collective to 10% Happier because there's a double-edged sword on on working with authors and tapping into their audience. Um, at Change Collective, what, what our initial plan was is to build hundreds of courses with hundreds of authors and each sort of tap into each of their audiences, you know, one-off and build our own. Um, you know, we did that for two reasons. One, this sort of audience capture technique. Two, we really believe that the folks who are writing these books and you know, leading these seminars have wisdom to share and have personal stories that are engaging. And actually that leads to meaningful change, especially if it can be brought into a mobile environment and with some behavior change science around it. Uh, what we learned is that it's actually incredibly difficult to tap into an expert's audience uh, and on a reliable basis. Um, and one of the, so we'd launched eight courses prior to 10% Happier, um, and we were getting better and better at launching those courses, tapping into those audiences. Um, but what we found is that unless you were in the top one or two or three things that these folks were doing in their lives, you often got buried, right? So this was just another thing that they did. Um, you know, they had some content on it in someone's platform and, you know, they liked it, and but they weren't going to really work hard for you. Um, and as a result, it made it hard to build a business really um, off those relationships. Um, the difference with 10% Happier is that with Dan, uh, the, the author is Dan Harris. Um, he's an ABC News anchor who had a panic attack 10 years ago on air uh, and went through a circuitous journey and eventually found that meditation was really helpful in terms of helping him you know, de-stress, defang the voice in his head and become a happier person. He wrote the book, launched it in 2014, hugely successful. Uh, but the difference with that relationship was that he was 100% committed to making this app a success. Right? This is one of the top things that he's doing in his life. He believes it's uh, you know, hugely important for the world to get this mission out there. And he wants it to be you know, hugely successful for himself and his co-founders as well. Um, and that um, dynamic, right, having him truly engaged, um, I would rather have one truly engaged partner than 100 folks who, you know, like what we're doing, but it's not on the top list of things they're doing. Ben, I'm loving this chat. I think that we're learning so much from you because it seems if you were, if I was listening to this f almost for the first time, your first strategy of touching all these different authors, getting as much spread as possible seemed the right course. But what I'm learning from you is actually a deep, meaningful partnership relationship with one successful author out outweighs 
little um, relationships with lots of others. And uh, yeah, uh, so talk us through then how actually he is, uh, Dan, is uh, going to promote you and, and, and in a way go, go through the launch. Yeah. So, I mean, we really, we really view Dan as a partner in the business. Um, he wrote the book, 10% Happier, um, and he wrote, basically wrote it for himself five years earlier. And at that time, he thought meditation was bullshit. Um, he you know, never would have tried it. And, you know, the way that he states it is that, you know, if, if you had told me five years ago that I'd be evangelizing meditation, I would have coughed my beer up through my nose. Um, and so he approaches it with humor, with honesty. Uh, he talks about meditation as mental training. He doesn't overpromise it. And yet there are real immediate substantial benefits for many people. Uh, so with that sort of tone combined with sort of our expertise around building apps, uh, technology, behavior change, coaching, we've been able to create a two-week course that really is, we think, the best introduction to meditation that exists in the world. Uh, and really it has three things. The first is that we have Dan Harris, the author, and his meditation teacher, Joseph Goldstein, on video, having just really candid conversations about the challenges people face in meditation, the benefits, what it can do for your life. So it's sort of demystifying meditation. Um, second, Joseph, who's one of the most well-respected meditation teachers in the country, uh, this is in the U.S., um, is uh, on audio giving you five to 10 minute guided meditations to actually walking you through the practice in the simplest possible way. And then third, we learned that coaching, um, having a real human on the other side of either a text or an email to answer your questions or keep you accountable really helps people engage with the material and actually be successful working meditation into their lives. So um, the partnership um, with Dan and with Joseph was really key to making this happen. Uh, if we just built a meditation app on our own, it wouldn't have nearly the same impact. So, so Dan's been actively involved in the video, the audio and the coaching. Um, but in terms of like an author, the way I think about it, because we're, we're, we're app developers, we're releasing apps and we don't, I don't think know a lot about tapping into that audience as derived by an author. So I wondered like how Dan is actually getting people to download the app just because they've actually read his book. I mean, has he got like a Facebook following or social media following? Talk us through the, the mechanics of actually how people find out about the app. Sure. Yeah. And so we, we see it as really it's, it's a joint effort is marketing this and getting the word out. So it's, it will ultimately be a multi-channel approach where we use partners, we use paid media, we use uh, earned media. But where Dan is really shining is his media access. So he is an ABC News anchor. Uh, he does Good Morning America on the weekends in the U.S., which is one of our morning news shows. He does Nightline in the evenings. Um, and he's regularly a guest on podcasts. He's speaking to large groups. So his sort of public-facing uh, persona is, is pretty large. And what that's led to is him being able to get the word out pretty aggressively about the app. So he featured uh, the app launch on a Good Morning America segment where he had a couple of his celebrity friends try out the app and sort of give their experiences and show that on air. Um, he's been on major radio shows in the U.S. He uh, just taped another major network TV show. So there's a lot that he's done to get the word out um, that uh, otherwise it's hard to access. Uh, so Ben, this is turning out to be one of my favorite episodes because it's completely on this theme of tapping in it to an audience as a result of a partnership with a celebrity. And you're reminding me of the launch of Fit Men Cook that had uh, the celebrity uh, chef in a way, uh, Kevin, uh, who tapped into his audience. 
and, and you're just doing this the same with um, the anchor on a, a um, Good Morning America, uh, ABC. We don't get that over here. We get the mm-hmm. BBC. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and he's allowed to promote his own stuff. But I guess the win-win in your relationship, if I understand it, is that he's not going to go around and build an app or all the headaches that go around with creating this thing. You come in, you provide the perfect solution, and he just has to market it. Well, yes and no. It's, it's actually a lot deeper than that, right? In the, in the old model where we thought we'd do thousands of authors, that seemed to be sufficient. If we had a thousand experts out there you know, pitching their thing, which was on our platform, it would have worked. Um, in reality, you know, Dan has a big audience, but it's limited. Right? And what that means is that he's an important partner in building the business from a media perspective, but he also is deeply involved in the content, the brand, uh, how we build product. Um, and sort of we're going to have to build a whole organization like any other app would around how do we market, how do we do partnerships, how do we do referrals, um, how do we use the app store to our favor. So it's a nice start. It's a, it's a, you know, we have a little bit of jet fuel sort of off the ground, which others don't. But ultimately, the game is the same, right? We still need to find customers en masse in, in a similar way to any other um, company in the world, right? Dan is a news anchor, but he and he occasionally will be able to pitch a story to his bosses around meditation, but he can't, you know, take over the airwaves every weekend and talk about his thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as much as we we wish we wish he could. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, there's a lot of people listening to this uh, that uh, are probably thinking, "Oh, I would love to have a relationship with some online celebrity or TV celebrity because it would just make the massive difference that this app needs." How did you go about arranging this, finding this, getting Dan involved? Talk us through and what we can learn from you to to actually do the same. Sure. So um, we um, reached out to Dan uh, right after he launched his book. We did it actually. We didn't know him. We um, there's a Boston Globe reporter. We're based in Boston um, that had written a story about him. I knew another Boston Globe reporter. You know, they they eventually made the connection to Dan. And what we noticed, and this was at the time we were pitching many different experts, is that the key actually wasn't necessarily sort of how, you know, we needed to be reputable and and a good group of people to work with, et cetera. But it was much more about having found Dan at the right moment in time where he was thinking about this, right? He just launched a book. It had succeeded beyond his wildest expectations. And the very question that people were asking him was, you've got this great book. I'm learning about meditation. How do I try it? How do I get started? How do I stick with it? It was all the questions that building an app could answer. He was thinking about that at that exact moment. So we just found him at a moment in time where it made a lot of sense. And I think what a lot of folks um, who are looking for any sort of partnership, whether it's a, you know, an author or a big company, um, you know, they sort of pick the, the, the one, or, one or two partners they think would be best for them, and they go hard after those folks. But unless those folks are, are unless you're meeting a need for them as strong as the need they're meeting for you, it's going to be really hard to get anything going. So, you know, what I would recommend is sort of broadening your focus and your, your funnel and thinking about a lot of different types of people who could be the right relationship to move you forward, doing a lot of sort of outreach and essentially seeing what sticks, right? Who, when you reach out to them, is thinking exactly about the problem that you want to help them with. Um, and then d- don't worry about the rest, right? You know, we, we met, had conversations with amazing authors who had even larger public profiles, and they just weren't thinking about building apps, right? They were thinking about a retreat center or their next book or their speaking engagements. They're just, they're mine somewhere else, and that's okay. You just move on. So I'm giving uh, homework to 
the Appster tribe listening to this uh, right now, uh, I think uh, one takeaway is to go out, see who is uh, actually just really in the process of releasing a book maybe. And uh, because apps can solve so many challenges that, you know, books are good about raising awareness, but apps actively get people involved, engaged and keep them coming back to anything that could be self-help. Uh, and that's why it's a great partnership with what you're doing with Dan. Um, yeah, we and we're and we're taking it down the line, right? So we we built this two week course. The response was overwhelmingly positive, both in terms of uh, you know the number of people who downloaded it and bought uh, and downloaded the app and bought the course, but also the feedback they that what they're asking for is more content, right? Give me more meditations, more videos, new teachers, and so we're turning it from a two week course to a full experience where you can learn to meditate and sort of continue to practice over two or three years and use it in different areas of your life, like communication or eating or sleep. It's time to thank the episode's sponsors. GummyCube are dedicated to helping your mobile app find its audience. But why is mobile data key? Well, real mobile data improves app store optimization and increases, and increases quality users. And this is why it matters. 63% of all apps are actually discovered by the app store and most search queries in mobile do not match the web. Targeting the right keywords can help increase your installs. Ranking for the right keywords is key to your success. And this is where GummyCube can help you out because they offer an end-to-end -end solution for mobile marketing and app stores and app store optimization. They offer apps. They're trusted by thousands of growth marketers and developers and will help you launch a campaign today. They've been trusted by people such as Digifit, Real Networks, Pop Sugar, Tap for Fun, LastPass, uh, the list goes on. So why not go and check them out at www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummicube.com. And thank you so much to GummyCube for continuing to support this show. So let me thank Apptentive. They will give you the ability to communicate very effectively with your users. They have a, a dashboard insight where you can see lots of different ways on how your customers are using your app, who they are, what they care about, and then you get a chance to talk to them. And Apptentive will encourage you through the dashboard to think about ways to communicate with them. It really makes your journey as an app entrepreneur way more effective by using uh, Apptentive's uh, dashboard. So uh, to get a free mobile app consultation, go to apptentive.com forward slash appguy. That is apptentive.com forward slash appguy. It's free to sign up and they will be able to give you uh, a free mobile app consultation. Thank you so much to Apptentive for being so supportive. Now let's get back to the interview. There's two more things we need to do before we say goodbye. Uh, one is that uh, we'd love to try to identify, you know, problems uh, that we could possibly come to a solution with with an app. And you have, you know, created this kind of business. You've pivoted. And I wondered if you think about your business right now in the last few months. What what are the big challenges that you're facing with what you're doing? Uh, it can, you know, and anything business related. Could you talk about maybe a frustration or a business pain point that you're experiencing right now? Yeah, I'll, I'll speak about two. The first is that building great product is hard. It's just hard, right? We, we built a great two-week course. We now need to turn that into a great meditation app that has, you know, multiple use cases, has all of this different content. How do you navigate that? What does the design look like? What does the branding look like? Um, you know, 
the folks who've done it successfully make it look easy, but it's an incredibly difficult process, which everyone, I think, listening to this podcast has probably realized. Um, and so we're just going to do you know, as, as great a job as we can, and we're going to work with some of the best people in the world, and we're going to make great experience, but that's a big challenge. Um, and then second, it's back to customer acquisition and distribution, right? Having Dan as a partner is a nice start, but we're going to need a lot of different ways to find people. Um, and that is ultimately the biggest challenge that I think anyone faces, right? There's, there's a lot of not great products who, as a result of great distribution, um, succeeded. And, you know, there's a lot of great products that are languishing um, as a result of having had no marketing. So um, that's a, a problem we started to solve, but lots more work to do. Yeah, and I, I see this all, time and time again is app discovery. And what that is really means is not just getting someone to download it, but getting like an active uh, customer, an active user of the app to come back and come back time and time again. And uh, that's the biggest challenge. There's some websites and apps that are starting to solve that problem, you know, like Product Hunters are always pretty good at bringing awareness to uh, apps or to websites. But there's not, I don't feel like Apple are doing enough with, um, you know, really. Uh, I guess having a good rotor of uh, lots of different things at the top, it's always the same stuff. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, I just come away from a conference and uh, they showed, you know, the, the top five apps of maybe five years ago and the top five apps now, and, and not a lot has changed. <laughs> so, Well, and I think if you're Apple, um, a lot of the things that they do that frustrate app developers are actually very deliberate, I, I think. So, you know, there's a reason why the top apps are getting most of their love. Uh, and it's because I think they are happy to let the rest of the apps in the App Store fight it out. And when the winners emerge, they'll promote them because they're probably the best. So, you know, Apple, you know, is trying to create the best customer experience in the world, which doesn't always equate to lots of customers downloading lots of different apps, you know, many of which may fail. Um, they sort of keep you sort of on a happy path with the best apps in the world. Yeah, I'm almost. I always feel like again for anyone listening, it, it's you know we feel this pain because they they may come to you and promote you at the time when you actually don't really need it. It's just a nice thing to have because you're already successful, and yet uh, this, you needed it at the start when you were you know ch challenged with getting an audience. And uh, Ben, there's one last thing. This is a show about apps. Uh, I can't let you go without asking you maybe to give us an app recommendation from your phone. So I don't know if you can grab your phone and uh, have a look at yeah, it and see if you can find an app or two that you think we may not have come across before. Yeah, let me um, let me scan and see. I'm hoping what your I'm... app is on the uh, homepage, on, on the of home course. screen. Yeah, <laughs> ten percent happy, of course, is there. Um, so I'll throw out, um, you know, one of my home screen apps is an app called Castro, which is a podcast uh, app. I find the iTunes or the Apple version of the podcast app to be pretty infuriating. <laughs> so uh, that one has been great. Uh, and then, so, so I said that one again, Ben. Castro, C A S. T R O. Right. Okay. Um, and let me see if there's. That's a podcasting else. app. Then I've not come across that. It one. is. It is, and it's got a nice, a nice, clean user experience. Um, the next one I'll throw out um, is actually I, I advise this company, so it's a bit of a, a disclaimer there. But <laughs> are the, you are you doing the Dan uh, Dan Harris on us? <laughs> that's right. Yes, I'm doing the absolute tiny mini celebrity uh, pitch. Um, <laughs> but um, 
actually, it's a great uh, product called Sculpt, S-K-U-L-P-T. Um, this is a company that uh, has a physical device that measures on different spots in your body, um, muscle quality and fat percentage. So it's like a really advanced sort of body weight scale. Uh, and they have a great app that goes with it. So that's another one that I, I have used regularly when I'm trying to lose weight or trying to gain muscle. And, and as a purely selfish question, uh, is five hours of sleep a night enough? Uh, or I'm, am I doing long-term damage to my body? I feel like I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm getting up at five, five o'clock, going to bed far too late. And uh, it, uh, should I be worried? Yeah, you're, you're probably doing yourself a terrible disservice. Um, and here's the, the challenge with sleep. Um, sleep debt sort of builds up over time. So if you sleep five hours a night forever, um, you have this huge amount of debt that you need to pay off for your sleep, um, but you don't actually notice it, right? You've gotten used to feeling tired. Um, and one night of good sleep or two nights of good sleep doesn't actually change the equation that much. So the experiment that I ask people to run is, you know, find a vacation time, find a time where, you know, it isn't super stressful, which I realize is rarely, and actually sleep eight, nine hours a night, sleep as much as you can for two weeks. So you have to see how you feel, right? And if you feel amazingly better, then you know that sleep is holding you back. But you really do have to make that type of an experiment rather than just sleep in one night and see how you have you know, if that changes your life, because you accumulate the sleep debt and you need to pay it off for a couple of weeks before seeing the benefit. Uh, but I can't describe enough the benefits of high quality sleep and long enough that you feel refreshed. That is a, a real kick up the backside for me anyway. So thanks for that. Um, ben, I'm going to put all the show notes on episode 389. So uh, go to co theappguy.co and just just check out uh, the links to the apps that we've mentioned and how can be- people best reach out to you ben what's the best way of getting in touch yeah my email is ben at 10 percent happier.com one zero um and the app of course is easy to find in the show notes or elsewhere it's just 10 percent happier wonderful best name of an app i can remember and uh Hopefully we'll get you back on when you get to 20% happier. <laughs> so, yeah. Ben, it's been a real treat. Thanks so much for joining us on the App Guy podcast. All the best. All right. Thanks, Paul. So remember the sponsor, Gummy Cube. They are supporting the show and they are changing the way that everyone uses data in mobile marketing uh, with their revolutionary Data Cube App Store intelligence software. To go and check out the features, go to www.gummycube.com, G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com and go and click on App Store Optimization and you'll see uh, links to DataCube where it'll tell you all about it. Uh, that's GummyCube.com and thank you to GummyCube for continuing to support the show. Also remember this episode has been brought to you by Apptentive. They are sponsoring this show. Go and show them some love. Go and check out apptentive.com forward slash appguy. It's a unique page set up for us and they get to try Uh, to help you with a free mobile app consultation. Uh, It will enable you to do effective two-way communication with your users of your app. So go to apptentive.com forward slash appguy, apptentive.com forward slash appguy. Thank you so much to Apptentive for supporting the show. So one final announcement I'd like to make. Uh, My friend and long-term listener, Angela Yu, is offering her app course to us, the listeners of the App Guide podcast, she has a terrific app course. It's held in London. The next available date uh, is in January. I believe that her December slots are all sold out. And she's a big long-term listener of the show. She's a doctor that has left the profession to pursue a career as an app entrepreneur. 
And I just really wanted to uh, suggest that uh, anyone who wants some training in app building uh, should go and check out her site. It's uh, londonappbrewery.com, uh, londonappbrewery.com. And when you sign up, uh, just use the offer code, the app guy. That's the offer code, the app guy. Thanks very much for listening to this. And I look forward to getting another episode out to you shortly.